I'm Fonzie. I'm on that new show about the 50s called Happy Days. It'll take you back to some really cool times. <laughs> How does that grab you? So watch it. Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, ABC, 7 Central. Hey! Tuesday, Fonzie's bar humbugged by a Christmas surprise from his long-lost dad. I haven't seen him since I was three years old. He sends me a package. Whoa. On Happy Days, then Laverne and Shirley get into the holiday spirit by helping the less fortunate raise some Christmas cash. Then Karen and Richard Carpenter celebrate Christmas with Christy and Jimmy McNichol, Gene Kelly, and Georgia Engel on the Carpenter's special, A Christmas Portrait. Tuesday on ABC. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We did it. We're here. And this is the end. My only friend, the end. I can't believe it. It's day 25. It's the 25th of December. And it is Christmas Day. 
and I'm here for this year's season finale of Sitcom Holy Faithful. And for some reason, I feel like I have a, a much, a much more adult voice this evening. How's everybody doing? Uh, hi there. I don't know why it happened. I, I feel like I've filled up a little bit. My nose is a little runny and I'm a little stuffed up uh, and I don't know exactly when it happened. Uh, today, well, it's it's Christmas Day, everybody, wink, wink. But um, I think a lot of it happened recently. I, maybe just because I was, I believe my wife was chopping onions. She must have been. We were watching, uh, we spent um, some time the evening of this recording, let's just, you know, theater of the mind, it's Christmas Day, everybody, but we spent the time the evening of this recording uh, watching A Christmas Story Christmas, which I kind of loved, okay, I kind of loved, I thought Peter Billingsley was great, was it a perfect movie? No, it was, but it was exactly what it should have been, and it was just, it, it was... So enjoyable, and there were moments where I teared up, and I'm wondering if that's that had something to do with it. But then, on top of that, I watched a certain television program that also had me tearing up, even though I've seen this episode so, so many times. Ladies and gentlemen, back again for another season finale of Sidcom Ye Faithful is my favorite show of all time. Happy days. Whereas last time, I was talking about season one from 1974. This time, I'm here talking about season six from 1978. Season six, episode 16, simply titled Christmas Time because it's Christmas time in Milwaukee. And you say 74 to 78, how does that work? Well, the first season of Happy Days premiered in 1974 and the second season of Happy Days premiered in 1974 as well. See, it was like a a, a short first season and then it came back in the fall and boom, then it went on to be one of the greatest shows in history. And I could say that without any, like, um, I'm not being like ironic or anything. It was a juggernaut. Whether you loved it or hated it, um, whether you look look on years later and realize the show, how it changed, how it become, became the Fonzie show, how Fonzie grew a beard and he was teaching mechanics to Eugene and there was Flick and there was Roger and there was uh, different Arnolds. Uh, whether you, Richie's gone and, you know, all of a sudden Potsy has a lot more to do uh, and then Chachi shows up, Chachi and Joni leave, Chachi and Joni come back. Just all, and of course, the the Jump the Shark, but the Jump the Shark was still with Richie. It still went on for years after that, uh, which is why that the term Jump the Shark became what it was. But those characters, those actors became like superstars. Fonzie was a superstar, okay? They were on, they, were, they had cartoons. They were on lunchboxes. Uh, I don't know if, I feel like I had a Mork and Mindy lunchbox. I don't think I had a Happy Days lunchbox. But they had, um, 
you know, there were spinoffs. Not one, not two, not three, but four spinoffs. Two of them are, have been on Sitcom All Ye Faithful because Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley are spinoffs. Then you got Joni Loves Chachi. Then you got, what is it, Blats, Blasky's Beauties. There was a, like, a show that I didn't even know about until a few years ago um, that Al, Al was on, but he played a different character. He played like Al's brother or something like that. Um, but this show was a juggernaut. It was a juggernaut not only originally when it was on, but then it would be just on TBS, the Superstation, all the time. Uh, and now it is so goddamn hard to find. You go to Paramount Plus. Yes, it's streaming on Paramount Plus. Guess what's streaming? One season. The, I think it's only the second season, um, which, which is how I got the Christmas episode last year. This year, I'm like, okay, fine. I can't, I can't stream it for free. Let me buy it. I can't find a place to buy it. So how the heck did I watch it? I'm not telling you, because it wasn't on YouTube. You Actually, you know, it is on YouTube in different parts, but I found it, and just, just you just keep searching, you find it. And I was able to find it, and I was able to watch it. And yes, I've seen this episode multiple times, um, but you know what? It gets me. It gets me. Uh, the, the main gist of this episode is Fonzie gets a pack. It's Christmas time in Milwaukee, as we know. Uh, and a, a guy shows up at the Cunningham door to give Fonzie a package. Before that, we find uh, Joni and Mrs. C. They're all excited. They went shopping for Christmas. Uh, I'm, I don't have any notes here, so I'm going on memory. I just watched it, though. Uh, and they went shopping, and I'm taking advantage of my uh, grown-up voice for as quick, as long as I can. They went shopping that evening. They went to a department store and got all kinds of gifts for different people in the family. Uh, and then there was a knock at the door, and it was someone you was mumbling. It was young Richie Cunningham. He was freezing. Richie took a job at the post office, and he's delivering letters. But it's so cold out there, he wanted to work outside. It's so cold that the scarf froze to his face. And while they bring Richie over to the fire, Dad comes home. And what I love about, and I know you'll say the earlier seasons of, of Happy Days were like, felt more like, like a movie because they were shot more like a movie. These, these were those, that time where sitcoms, uh, well, I guess they were always like, they, there were, there were many shows already like this, but they, you know, they, they don't do it as much anymore, but the show, this show was shot in front of a live studio audience and it really, it's acted like it's, it's a play. It's acted like it's for the people in the audience. Like they're coming in and they're projecting to the back of the room. Uh, so it's almost like you're watching a play, which I'm okay with. I kind of love because it just, it's, it pulls at those nostalgic um, feelings. So they, uh, Howard comes in and he's like, hey, everybody, guess what? Guess what I brought home? And Joni's like, the tree, the tree. And he has this package under his arm and they're like, this is great. And Richie says, I'll help you, daddy. He goes, no, no, you don't have to help me. Besides, because I have it right here. And in under his arm, he's holding a box, and you can hear people in the audience go, "Oh ho ho ho!" And it's because uh, Howard brought home a aluminum an aluminum tree, like those. I guess if those might have been big in the '60s. This was Christmas 1960. Now it was the not the episode it was in 1978, but this took place in 1960. And you know this because at the end of the episode, I'll get to that, but. That's how we know this. Um, so Howard takes out the 
uh, he starts opening the box. He starts taking out these aluminum tubes. They're like, it's an artificial tree. He goes, no, 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 it's an aluminum tree. Uh, and he goes, and they're great. They're on sale now at, Har- at, at Cunningham Hardware. So he's selling them at the store, and he, which also comes into play later. He, uh, he's all excited. He starts taking it out, and he starts. He's like, you take these branches out, you stick it in the tube here. Like, and Rich is like, oh great, we 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 will really cut down on our tinsel bu- budget. None of them are crazy about the fact that they have this artificial tree. But it, I think my grandparents, I think my dad's parents had a tree like that a smaller tree early on in my life i remember going to their house for a couple of christmas eves it ended up moving to like aunts and uncles houses but i remember at least having a couple there as a kid now maybe we did more but i remember at least one time seeing this tree there but i almost felt like did i sleep over but i i mustn't i just was so young that i probably just fell asleep so uh while they're all kind of fussing about the tree, there's a knock at the door, and Richie comes out, and uh, or Richie opens the door, and there's this guy there. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm looking for uh, Arthur Fonzarelli. He goes, oh, he, he doesn't live here. He lives over the garage, over the apartment, over the garage. He goes, I'll show you. He, he closes the door, and then he opens back the door, and he's covered in snow. He's like, Dad, I got the snow off the roof. Womp, womp. Uh, Richie's the best. Richie, um, like, Joni made some joke to him earlier, like, I bet you wish you, you worked inside now. And he just looks around and goes, Ha ha. And I was like, that's hilarious. Howard Cunningham. I mean, uh, Ron Howard, Richie Cunningham. Hilarious. So he, uh, Richie goes off to show this dude that's dressed kind of like a sailor. Um, like, not like a sailor, but like a, like a man who works, like a fisherman, kind of like a black coat and a black hat. And we cut up to Fonzie's uh, apartment. And he's up there with three three girls. And he's having them rap help him rap gifts and he's like oh he goes he makes a joke and they giggle he's like if you if that tickles your funny bone he goes later i can i'll i'll I'll, i can show you to tickle something else i think he means their genitals i don't know but he was definitely ready to uh uh get it on with all all three of these girls or at least go on a date with them like a good boy i don't know fonzie he he he's like um like hawkeye you know like I, Hawkeye definitely was was going around with all these different girls. Fonzie, maybe he just dates them and 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 goes to Inspiration Point or Blueberry Hill and next with them. I don't know, but they um. There's a knock at the door, and oh no, actually, ha, Richie doesn't go with him. The, the Richie just shows him where it is. There's a knock at the door, and he answers it, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing? I have a." Uh, package for Arthur Fonzarelli he's like oh great great he's yeah it's um it's 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 from his father and he looks at him he's like uh every girls everyone out or actually first I don't know if he says it right away well no maybe right when he says it's from his father he's like all right girls everyone out I'll see you later like he kicks them the girls right out and they're like yes they run out you know just obeying Fonzie completely and this guy says listen I I met your dad in Singapore and he's like, he's in New Jersey? He goes, no, no, it's in the Orient. I met him in Singapore, and uh, he knew I was shipping out, and he knew I was, you know, he knew I was coming home, and he asked me to deliver this for you. He's like, I ain't got nothing to say to that guy. He goes, I don't want this gift, and he, he takes it still, and he's like, uh, yeah, I got to be shipping out, so I just wanted to let you know that you have that. He goes, um, the guy abandons me when he's three years old. He just shows, he just deliver, has you deliver a package, and you think that's... And that's supposed to do something? I don't want nothing. I got 
nothing. And then the guy says, is there anything you want me to say to him? He says, I don't got nothing to say to him. He's like, okay. He's like, all right, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the guy leaves. Yeah, you take care. And then Richie's right there. You hear squash, squash, squash. He's like, come on in, Cunningham. I don't know if he called him Red then. But he, he's like, how'd you know it was me? He goes, I can tell the sound of your galoshes anywhere. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just getting gifts ready. Check this out. And he shows them these rings. And they say, uh, to my one true love. He's like, oh, that's nice. Who are you giving that to? He says, everybody. Oh, because he goes after every girl in town. And he goes, look, it's, and this actually made me laugh. He goes, it's resizable. And he goes, one size fits all. So he can buy the same ring. Doesn't have to size it. Just give it to every girl. That had me laughing. And just um, Henry Winkler's delivery in this. You know what? You see Henry Winkler years later on Barry. You're like, this mofo can act. And I remember him on Arrested Development, really, how brilliant he was on that, uh, realizing that. He shows some acting chops in this one. He shows acting chops constantly. Remember when Richie was in the hospital? He's like, God, please, please. I love him. He's my friend. Uh, or when he couldn't say, like, I'm, like he was afraid to say, I, would, I was wrong. Like he couldn't do that. Oh, amazing chop, acting chops. But he shows some in this episode, too. So Richie's like, oh, what's that package there? Uh, this brown package is, oh, that's nothing. It's just a gift from my old man. A gift from your father. I don't want I don't want to talk about it. I don't want nothing to do with it. A guy abandoned me. I don't, some, think he has some other guy drop it off. I don't want nothing to do with it. But Richie was persistent. So we cut over to Arnold, and uh, I guess Fonzie's in, his, in his, uh, his office, which is the men's room. It wasn't a big men's room, so maybe it just showed more. There was more off camera that was really where he set up shop. But he's in there, and Richie's, uh, Ralph and um, Patsy are there, and Lori Beth and Richie show up, and they're all kind of arguing. He sees Richie and Lori Beth, his girlfriend, arguing, and the, the friends are like, what, Ralph and Patsy are like, what are you arguing about? It's like, don't butt in, we're arguing. And it turns out they set a limit for gifts, and Richie went over the limit. But they talking about how they all the friends set a limit for gifts, and Lori Beth was just considered one of the friends. It's like, no, 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 Richie, you have to get another, a better gift. Or Lori Beth, that's your girlfriend. And he did go over the line, and Lori Beth stayed in within the limit. And Richie's like, who cares? And they started arguing, and they just they kept arguing about it. And um, they were like, well, that's okay, you went over the limit. The, the, his friend said it. And he looked at Potsy and, and Ralph, he goes, no, no, I stayed in the limit for you guys. Oh, I see. So then they got mad at him. So they are like, come on, let's go to the let's go to um, the department store and see if we can talk to Santa, see if we get a list of bad girls. I was like, oh my God, you, you horn dog, Ralph Mouth. And Lori Beth's like, I got to go too. I'll see you later. And she just, she leaves. She's like, so sometimes being your boyfriend's so hard. He's like, what did I do? You know, he's talking to himself, but he's all upset. Um, so Fonzie comes out with a couple, a couple ties, one that has like this like hula girl on it. And one that's just blue. And he's like, I'm trying to pick pick a tie for your dad. Which one should I get? He says, I, I think I'd go with the blue. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'll give the other one to Al. Uh, and then Richie starts bringing up the gift again. He's like, listen, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But he kept going and kept going. And it was pretty funny. Uh, but he was like, I don't want to deal with it, all right? I'm going back to, to work on my gifting. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So everyone's mad at Richie. Al comes out and says, look at this tree, Richie. I got it. I bought it from your father. And check this out. I bought this light too. Um, and he plugs in the light to work, and it explodes. Like he, it was like a light with these gels on it that would cast different colors on the tree. And he goes, "Your, your father sold this to me for four percent off. What a guy!" 
and it he, it blows a fuse and he goes he does the favorite the famous Al thing where he goes yeah 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 and it was just it was great um he says can you oh and then he it kind of goes, it cuts to like snow and then comes back and Richie's still there. He's like, I got the lights to work, Richie. Check it out. It's great. Can you do me a favor? Can you lock up? He's got to go. Um... Oh, and then there was like a bad uh, like audio um, like added in later where he, Al's talking like this. Then all of a sudden he's like, I've got to go. I've got to go to the mall and get more gifts or so, I've got to finish some clo- some shopping. But it sounded, you could tell it was dubbed in later. So he's sitting around. He starts blowing out candles and, um, you know, closing up shop because Al trusts Richie Cunningham to close the shop. And Laurie Beth comes in, blows out the candle with him and goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she goes, listen, I feel bad that I didn't that I um, that I, you know, didn't get you a better gift. Um, So I went back and I swapped it out for this. And she got him a really nice pen. He goes, oh, this is great. Um. I felt bad also, so I went back and got you something within the limit. Oh, oh, we're so bad at giving gifts. Both, they both said, we can return them. He's like, no, no, and they'd say, no, 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 no. Um, and then she said, he says, I can give you something. I have one other gift for you, and it won't cost a thing. Mwah! And he gives her a big smooch, and they're all good now. So we cut back to the Cunningham uh, residence, and Joni and uh, Mrs. C are are decorating the tree, and they're getting the gifts out. And uh, Marion says to Joni, "What's that brown one there?" She says, "I don't know. Richie told me to put it here." She's like, "Brown paper, you know, brown wrapping paper, and 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 aluminum trees. This is crazy." Joni just was not into the Christmas spirit, but as you see. Richie snuck that gift in that, that Fonzie didn't want to open. So um, they, you know, all of a sudden the door opens and Howard Cunningham says, Merry Christmas, Joni. Merry Christmas, Joni. Look. And then boom, he brings in a real tree. Oh, you got me a real tree. Um, and and uh, Marion goes, this is wonderful. He says, I thought you liked the, the aluminum tree. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great too. But this is wonderful. And they made a joke that Marion has been making spiked eggnog all day. So she was a little drunk the entire time. Uh, so she's got a new tree. And they're like, this is great. But then then Marion goes, oh, wait, I have to show you something. She runs out through the kitchen, comes back. She bought a tree, too. Oh, my goodness, I bought you. This is hilarious. Merry Christmas, Joni. Then uh, Richie comes in and says, Merry Christmas, George. Oh, there's already other trees here. Then Fonzie comes in, Merry Christmas, Shortcake, and he's got a tree. So now we have four trees, and they each bought a tree. They're like, this feels like we're in a forest. Um, and, and Howard's like, that's okay. I've always wanted to spend Christmas in the woods. Uh, and I thought, I think Fonzie says, I have, or something like that. So then we see them all sitting around and ready to open gifts. And they say, okay, Joni, start giving out gifts. Joni goes over and Richie says, hands her or makes her take the brown paper bag one from the dad that she he wanted nothing to do with. And brings it over. And Richie's like, uh, Fonzie's like, what is this? You know, I think this, I think this, I don't know why he sounds like Giles Bronson all of a sudden. What is this? He said, he said um, I don't, um, I think you gave me the wrong one, short geek, short stuff. She says, no, um, that's the rules. You have to open it. That's t- that's tradition. Those are the rules. Come on, Fonz, open it. 
Why does he want to open it? Because it's from his old man. And Marion goes, ooh. He's like, calm down, calm down. Because Marion's drunk. So Fonzie finally gives in to uh, Joni's, like, pushing the fact that she has he has to open it. And first he reads uh, a letter that, that was attached to the package. And the letter, well, you know what? I'll let Fonzie tell you. Son. I'm writing this letter in case I don't have the guts to tell you it was me that delivered the letter. Shyamalan Twist, the man who delivered the package to Fonzie saying it's from his dad, was his actual dad. That was Vito Fonzarelli, and he didn't have the guts to, to tell him it was him. And Fonzie, you know, reads... Um, Actually, he doesn't want to read the letter anymore. He puts it down, and he's pissed off. And he's like, you know, he left me when I was three years old, and he didn't have the guts. It bothered him. Maybe I couldn't do it. This is, you know, he got so angry. And um, he gets up, he walks away, and Richie picks up the letter. And and Howard's like, what? Now, wait a minute, Richard. And he goes, no. You know what? I've been hearing about Fonzie's dad since I've met him. And I am, um, I, you know, I think he needs to hear this. He goes, what are you afraid of? He goes, you know what? I'm not afraid. You can read it. Read it if you want. And he reads it, and he talks about how he met his mom when he was uh, a merchant seaman. And he, um, he, you know, they connected. He couldn't stay in one place at one time. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it's, it, he goes, I don't know. Maybe it's my fault, but I couldn't stay in one place at one time. And that's just, it's not an excuse, but that's the way it was. Uh, that it didn't work out, and um, Joni or, or they said, "So do you, do you want to open the package? I don't want to see it. I forget exactly, even though I just watched it." Uh, and Mrs. Cunningham's like, "Oh," and Howard's like, "No, wait a second. No, you know what? I, he goes, that's not that's that's ridiculous. This such thing as responsibility, okay? And this guy couldn't cut it and didn't do anything, and he starts, you know, blaming the guy, like you know, you know this." There's lots of guys who would like to, to uh, you know, take off and go do, you know, go, you know, live their wild life, but they don't do it because it's something called responsibility. And all of a sudden, Fonzie's like, "Huh? Wait a second. You're right. All this time I blame myself. I thought he was gonna say something like, "I don't need him. I already got a father, Mr. C." But that didn't happen. I really wish that was gonna happen. Uh, and then I just would have just wept. But he was like, you're right, Mr. C. All this time I've been blaming myself. And you know what? He just, that's his problem. He just couldn't do it. He's just, he just, it's, it's his, it's something wrong with him. And they're like, yeah, exactly. This is, well, you want to open your gift? He's like, yeah, I'll open my gift. So now he opens his gift. And it's this like black silk robe with like, like Asian art on it. And he's like, oh, he goes, this is from Singapore, which is in the Orient. Uh, and he's. He all of a sudden he just kind of has a change of character where it's like you know what, I, because they said oh you don't want to open it he goes you know what I'm amongst family I'll open my gift. He has a family now and you know all this time he thought his dad rejected him when it really was just his dad was um just couldn't handle it because he's uh, you know just not a not a good enough person. I'm sorry that's that's I, I'm on Howard Cunningham's side. Uh, I don't have kids but I'm sure if I did have kids I'd at least visit them twice a year. You know, do the responsible thing. Goodness gracious. Oh, Vito F- uh, Fonzarelli, you go straight to hell. Um, 
So he tries it on, and he's all happy about it. And then there's a knock at the door, and it's um, it's Ralph and Potsy. And they go, guess what? We have a surprise. And Jody goes, what, a Christmas tree? And Potsy's like, you told her. And they bring in a Christmas tree, and they go, oh, my God. They must have had a sale on Christmas trees because the house is filled with them now. And then they go, Richie, we're sorry about everything, and we got you a gift. And you can tell it's a hockey stick wrapped. He goes, oh, cool, a hockey stick. Even though it was wrapped, Potsy goes, you told him. And then a knock at the door, and Al's there, and he goes, Joni, Merry Christmas, Joni. And he brings in another Christmas tree. And there were just so many Christmas trees. And you know what? I loved it. I loved the gag, and I wished it just kept happening. I wished, like, um, Lori Beth showed up with a Christmas tree. And Al, oh, no, Al was there. Arnold's out of town. Um, Not many other people could in the main cast then. But um, in the future, they should just keep bringing Joni Christmas trees. Because guess what? We'll be doing this show as long as we, as long as there's a Happy Days Christmas show, the sitcom All Ye Faithful shall prevail and live on. So uh, that was the end of the episode. Oh no, I'm sorry. The episode ended actually with uh, them all standing around and posing for a photo. Um, they all squeezed in, and it was great. It was the Cunninghams. It was Fonzie, Ralph, and Potsy and Al. It was basically everyone in the opening credits. Uh, were, were in, was in the uh, the photo. Lori Beth, I guess, spent Christmas Day with her family. They're in, they're still in high school, right? I mean, no, they showed them throwing caps up in the air in the credits. So maybe they're in college now. But um, either way, uh, he doesn't want to spend Christmas Day with Lori Beth. He wants to spend it with Joni, Fonzie, Marion, and Howard. And so do I. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful moment! And we get a nice photo of them. And then the, the it shows like an actual photo, and the album closes, and it says Christmas 1960, and boom, that's how I know that this episode, this year, this season takes place in 1960. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. I loved last the last years where where Richie um, invites Fonzie over for the first time, and Chuck's there. They didn't kill off Chuck yet. And Fonzie just kind of felt what it was like to be around a family. But I also love these year late, years later episodes where Fonzie's already like the superhero Fonzie where he can, he can hit the jukebox even though we didn't get that. Um, he can snap his fingers and girls will come running even though he didn't, get, he didn't do that in this episode. Uh, we still got like the Fonzie living over their, their garage which gets him in the house more. And makes him around more. And we get just the... I, I like this version of Happy Days uh, where it's in front of the live studio audience. This is the sweet spot up until, you know, um, Richie leaves. I Because Richie and Fonzie together is like my favorite duo. Just ridiculous comic timing and just uh, like a, a camaraderie between the two of them. I love it. Um, but, yeah... That's it. I I think I'm done, which is crazy because then tomorrow I'm, I'm not actually putting a podcast out. I'm not actually putting out. I'm not recording and watching something and, and looking for clips on, on YouTube. And oh, my God, I um, I did it. Twenty five more days, twenty five more podcasts. Um, wow. So as you know, Geek Mentality is going to be taking a little break for a little while. Uh, but you can still find me on other podcasts. Go to fansnotexperts.com and you can find all the other podcasts that I work on. 
the the big one is my Stranger Things podcast, which I haven't done in a couple months. I need to do a new episode of that too. Uh, and Fine Movies, Fine Spirits, which I do with some friends of mine, one of which has appeared on uh, this uh, this year and last year's episode of Sitcom All You Faithful, my friend Chris. I want to send a shout-out to Chris, a shout-out to Jay, a shout-out to Eric, and even a shout-out to my cousin Brandon for all joining me on episodes this year, and I hope to have you back again next year. And I hope to have uh, you back, if you're up for it, in March, because... March 1st, Geek Mentality returns for Marchie McFly 3. Yes, we're closing out the trilogy of Back to the Future. 31 days of Back to the Future 3, where I watch Back to the Future 3 31 days in a row. And I podcast about it 31 days in a row. There's no, uh, you know, watch do two podcasts and and post you know them oh it's just like release them in two days no 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 every day you hear me in march is a day that i watched back to the future three and i talked about back to the future three because damn it i came up with that for some reason but i'm glad i did and i'm excited to get back into back to the future i haven't seen back to the future three in a while and i am i am uh I'm thrilled when I, 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 I don't know if I it made it to the air on the recording, but when I was talking to my friend Jay the other night, he'll say Back to the Future, uh, Back to the Future 3. It's no Back to the Future 2, but it's also no Back to the, it's no Back to the Future 1, but it's also no Back to the Future 2, meaning way better than 2, uh, but obviously nothing can touch the first one. Oh my goodness, I am excited to get there, uh, but that's still a few months away. So in the meantime, I hope you go to fansonexperts.com and see... Uh, some of the other shows that we have there. Uh, I also have another show that I've kind of I've put together. I haven't recorded anything yet, but it is it's going to be very reminiscent of this kind of show where I just watch something and talk about it. Very little notes, very little, um, very little like research. It's just kind of reliving something or watching something for, for the first time and reacting to it. And the name of that podcast is Slash. And it really is going to focus on slasher movies and slasher franchises. So maybe I'll watch every movie in a certain franchise, you know, a certain series with a certain, you know, uh, uh, masked killer who goes after campers or goes after um, uh, babysitters or a guy who goes after kids in their dreams or a talking doll, all, all kinds of stuff. But that is going to be its own podcast called Slash. And you can find more about that at fansonexperts.com slash slash. Um, I'm going to get it up on iTunes soon. It's already available on Spotify. So if you find it, you could subscribe to it. You can just uh, chill because it, and, and just wait for it to come because it's coming in 2023. But until then, my friends, I again want to thank Jay, Eric, Chris, and Brandon. I want to thank all of you. The listeners, everyone who's liked my post on Instagram or liked my post on Twitter, everyone who has listened to the show, I, um, I, I just am appreciative that if there's even one of you who finds this show and finds this show and sticks with it and listens to it, uh, it just tickles me that people that like all over the country or all over the world even can uh, hear me talking with my grown-up male adult voice right now. So I'm signing off. 
until March, thanks again for listening. Thanks again for subscribing. Merry Christmas, everybody. And for the last time in 2022, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. not experts. Hey, this will make a great picture for the album. And, uh, how are you even see the tree? Yep. Oh, dear. Now, where's my eggnog? Oh, well, the last time I saw it was next to the Christmas tree. Which one? The aluminum? Uh, uh, yeah, the aluminum. Oh, <laughs> Marion, stay in the picture. Now, come on, everybody. Squeeze close together. Ouch! Well, not that close. <laughs> hey, come on, Al. Smile. I am. <laughs> We're all set. Here goes the timer. Hurry up, Dan. Hurry up. I hope this goes fast. My teeth are drying. Here it goes! Merry Christmas, everyone.